Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy Book of the Month podcast, where we pick a book, and then we talk about it. Uh, with me today are our hosts, Katie. That's me. Rachel. That's sometimes me. Sometimes I'm dead. Dan Evanson. Hi, it's me. Hello. And I'm Peter Schaefer. Um, so today we have a book and we have a, a theme. Our theme was urban fantasy. Was that right? Close. Or, or was it paranormal fantasy? It's paranormal. <laughs> okay. Which is why so, we read Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> That's not what we read. We read yeah, I don't, Skin Water. That's not what I, you read. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I hope we all no. read the same thing. Yes. Yeah, so we read Skinwalker by Faith Hunter, unless it was called Faith Hunter by someone named Skinwalker. Um, I found Which that. Which would be freaking legit. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> okay. I changed my mind. I'm not going to publish under my real name. I'm going to publish under the name Skinwalker. That fits since you are a a robot. I mean, am I really a robot if I'm wearing human flesh? Charles Michael Skinwalker. Yo. That's a good name. Someone write that down. Write that down. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'll write it down. Hold on. I got it. I have a pen. Charles Michael Skinwalker. (laughs) Rachel, bring us back. (laughs) With that nice segue. I was going to say, one of the topics that I wanted to bring up was the difference between urban and paranormal. Yes, please do, because I feel like most paranormal fantasy is set in like an urban setting. I guess that's what setting is. Yes. Well, yeah, I know. I feel the way I feel the same way. I think you're like 99% of the time going to find them being the same thing. And I think... If you took a fantasy story that was paranormal and set in the modern day that you might call a paranormal book and set it in medieval England, I think you'd just call it a fantasy. Uh-huh. So let's argue about that or something. <laughs> I was I'm trying to comprehend it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's 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 take a step back. You wanted to draw a distinction between urban fantasy and paranormal paranormality so urban fantasy is obviously it's set in an urban setting but i don't know if it's defined as it has to be earth or uh urban or it could be in second world urban like um jade city right okay so that's a great example that's the one that my mind went to it's clearly a modern or modern ish era jade city uh by fonda lee great book great woman Yes. That might have probably. sounded sexual. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, it just sounded, you know, it was a it's a it's a there's a value judgment there. And I don't know if we know enough about the real Fonda Lee to make that assessment. Well she we was en- nice enough to be here, so Yeah, yeah. We enjoyed our our time with her. Seems so does cool. that make her a good person? I don't know, and I don't care. This isn't the time for that conversation. So what, what yeah, was, Jade what City. Were we talking about? Jade City would be considered urban fantasy, but it wouldn't exactly be paranormal because it's not like you know vampires are drinking jade to be superhuman or something. 
Okay, so you would say it's urban fantasy, even though it's a second world fantasy. It also, I think so. Okay, it's it's urban, but it's also historical urban, kind of. Kind of. Oh I, no, we're I adding more myself, words. I found myself increasingly confused about what sort of technological era the that book trilogy was in, and I don't know if that's a fruitful place to to explore because by the end of the series they have cell phones and at the beginning i thought we were in like the 1920s um so it confused me a little bit um yeah um it's it, see it's obviously urban is the setting it's an urban environment where we're in cities but we're yeah. in like more modern era city era <laughs> cities versus um in fantasy land xyz mm -hmm. but right. paranormal is definitely more the tropes and the characters and the types of characters in it um angels Those... demons. okay angels demons vampires werewolves yeah does it i also Oops, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm done. Are you? Um, sorry. Never. I'm, I have this <laughs> Jesus. I have this feeling that like paranormal fantasy is also usually like subgenred uh, romance as well. That's what I was going to suggest. Yeah, because Dresden is described as urban fantasy most of the time versus paranormal fantasy. Well, and is that. Is that because the Dresden Files has such a strong wizard influence? Like, when I think of paranormal fantasy, I think of vampires and, and uh, what other, whatever the other, uh, angels and demons and werewolves, and then, like... What about witches? Mortals. Sure, maybe some witches. But, like, I don't think of wizards doing hermetic magic or whatever, um... And the Dresden Files really focuses on that. Does that element, like, pull it from that over to urban fantasy? If the Dresden Files, if Harry Dresden was, rather than being a wizard, a mortal uh, private investigator who kept getting wrapped up in werewolf and vampire activity. Um, but he does. Would that... Like there are several books where it's all vampires and one where it's all werewolves. No, no, I'm aware of that, but he's also a <laughs> wizard and it's constantly wizard magic and politics and stuff. So what I'm saying is if you took away the wizard magic, then would you call that series paranormal instead of urban fantasy? I don't know. Is he, is he pursuing some like werewolf alpha chick? I'm, hmm. I mean, he kind no. of is, in the series, like he's first, he hooks up with a reporter and then he's like, always will they, won't they with someone else. And like, and then like, yeah. So like there is this like long burning romance and, you know, femme fatales, uh, you know, like the queen of winter uh, and et cetera. Right. There's it's full of dangerous, but impossibly beautiful women. Yeah, I don't know, because I can't, I don't read a lot of urban quote-unquote books that would fit that. Hmm. Like. But do you read, well, do you read a lot of quote-unquote paranormal genre books? No. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. So are we all just the wrong people to be to discussing? No, I mean, this? I, I think you, you got to think, uh, you got to take the urban out of it. If you want to talk about what paranormal, uh, is by itself like you can have paranormal fantasy mixed with urban fantasy which is the book we're going to talk about today is definitely that but paranormal fantasy on its own would be more like uh oh like an irish ghost story right like something like that where the primary focus is an otherworldly encounter but not necessarily an urban environment right and i think urban fantasy also kind of requires a mystery element to it and not necessarily a romance one whereas paranormal i feel like definitely has to have a romance contingent and you know like uh dresden hits all three of those yeah mm. similar i read small miracles by olivia atwater which is angels or a fall in, in particular the main character is a fallen angel tempting a, a character into small sins like eating chocolate and things like that um <laughs> which has a mystery plot when it has a plot and romance and it's set in modern day london with angels and demons <laughs> so and and that one you would call paranormal paranormal or, or, or an urban paranormal story yeah all right so it sounds like we can really mix and match these genres if we want to, right? Urban, paranormal, urban fantasy, paranormal fantasy. Um, and it feels like paranormal is tapping into a more uh, kind of like culturally present series of tropes, whereas urban fantasy may be pulling on more invented stuff, right? Again, Jade City is supernatural martial arts in a second world city we can call that urban fantasy i i don't know if that would be my first go-to i really don't think that one that, fits what classically is urban fantasy because it, it's not what i think of no but i think urban fantasy also requires monsters you know what i mean like oh yeah what? characters i think so okay I, th I thought you meant like fucking godzilla crashing through town no, I don't no, think no. so. I think it's in the classical definition. It is just set in a modern day era, but not. Well, that sounds boring. Like honestly. Well, but it's urban fantasy, so there's some magic or something. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's kind of like no. historical fantasy. Historical is just the setting. Yeah, I guess there's fantasy. urban fantasy where it's like just witches are real, or, or you know, or like you know, all these people are magic people but it's modern day. So I guess that would be. So I, I happen to have read a miserable book a couple years ago. You might remember it called the I... discovery of witches. Um, well, that's, I was trying that not to reference too? that directly, but. <laughs> oh no, I want, I want to take every chance I get to trot on that book with my filthy, filthy shoes. Um, so that has witches and vampires I think there was some third type of supernatural ghosts. I think creature. There were ghosts. Uh, you now I don't. There might have been a ghost. Yeah, I don't know. They were. Was it's it a just dark time in vampires? your past? 
It was. I, uh, yeah, I still have trauma. Sometimes I wake up sweating and saying, ah, but next they go back in time. Oh, um, no. <laughs> yeah, that's book two. And uh. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, I don't. You know, I knew I knew that I didn't need to read it. Um, anyway, so is that paranormal? It's definitely a romance. It's paranormal for sure. Yeah. OK, yeah. so that's paranormal. And so in, in I feel like they, day and in a they can. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say they in, can in overlap Oxford. for sure. OK. Yeah, I, I was just more arguing with that urban is a setting like historical fantasy versus. Oh, so urban fantasy can be paranormal yeah. if it falls and, into that kind of collection of tropes that people. Like, and I feel like a lot think. of it is paranormal urban fantasy. Okay, so one might say, and perhaps Rachel, you might say that Harry Dresden is urban paranormal fantasy. Yeah. Okay. It for sure. Because is, it's yeah, because yeah, it's vampires and werewolves. I mean, they have three kinds of vampires for crying out loud, and the you know the fae creatures and huh and also devils three kinds of and, werewolves. They had three kinds of werewolves too, but only only one kind of them like keep showing up. Uh, yeah, they kill the other two. I don't know. That's right. In the first, I've never well, read no, any they of them. Were, like left or something. But, like, anyway, with, yeah. With Jade City, it I would call that something that is an urban fantasy, but it's not the main subgenre for Jade City. It's an yeah, and it's scene. it's certainly also not paranormal. Yeah, I was just using that as an example of something that can be urban without paranormal, but most of the Our, time. Uh, like is ESP paranormal? Like that is a, like in terms of the the fiction, the genre. Like is because like that is a. Yeah, subject. I would say I would say like psychics and telekinesis and stuff would if be it's, paranormal. If it's spooky, like if it's just action adventure, like like X Men, like X Men is not paranormal, right? What What about um? But there are aliens? paranormal stories. In the X-Men universe, but they're spooky. That's getting into sci-fi, which is a different thing. Well, I just mean because like when you talk about the like people who believe in the paranormal in in the real world, there tends to be some overlap or maybe some inclusion of people who talk about UFOs or alien visitations and etc. And yeah. so like do aliens count as paranormal? In the paranormal genre, and I think you're saying no, and that's fine. I don't. If they're have spooky, a, if they're spooky aliens, yeah, yeah. If what if they're like, what if they're spooky aliens that posed as our angels and demons over the last two three thousand years? I'm pretty sure that's been written. Oh yeah, no, I don't think I'm making that <laughs> up. It's the fourth Indiana Jones movie. Oh no, it didn't exist. No, <laughs> moving There's on. There's a fifth one. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to say it's more in the sci-fi realm, which is something that I would classify as something different. Like X Men has and like a reason why they're it, genetics. Mm. Blah blah blah. No, no, no. I mean you're right. X Files yeah. is its own thing. Like what is like like is like sci-fi conspiracy? Is that a genre or something or like modern? <laughs> it is. Yes. Conspiracy. Not... Okay. Well, that's not, not what we're here to talk about, I guess. Yeah, I'm like I'm not that well versed in the sci-fi subgenres. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, 
let me settle this. I looked up Jade City on Goodreads, and it says right here, genres, urban fantasy. It's in there. You oh, right. well, surely Good some work. random internet page is the uh, definitive answer. Random? How dare you it, insult Goodreads? I've visited it like once. I don't use that website. Anyways, but I, my point was, Jade City is an example <laughs> of a book that is can be classified as urban fantasy. It doesn't have to be this main subgenre because books can have multiple subgenres, but is not paranormal. <laughs> I have read lots of books that take place in cities. But it has, That's like, nice, the... dear. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. That's all I wanted. A pat on the head. Um, it's, just, it's just like the urban feet. It's the cars and shit. <laughs> okay, but this book, the one that we read this month, is... Uh, definitively paranormal, even though it also takes place in a city. So it's an urban paranormal fantasy yeah. with yes. a with a a hefty nod towards romance. Does that sound I right? I would say it was very boring. It's a horny book. Well, I would say what? oh, horny. <laughs> yeah, like pretty boring. much. Oh, pretty much every vampire she meets is like, "You may come to my bed," and she's oh, like, "Ugh." <laughs> didn't she you didn't she not want to i'm trying it's been longer for me than for you i think because i read it well old. that's actually how she was feeling because it had been a while sh since she'd banged ah. anybody and, and and she was like i think mostly nervous like oh, i don't even know how the parts work anymore <laughs> oh, okay let's back up for a second and let's reintroduce the book because we were rambling there for a while right. oh Oh, don't worry, it keeps rambling. So the book was Skinwalker by Faith Hunter. And uh, and it is about Jane Yellow Rock, a motorbike riding, beautiful, badass babe of a babe, I guess, who can change her shape into multiple things right whatever yeah. she has the dna for she can like like rewrite her dna into that thing mm, um which she affectionately calls the beast well no there are multiple like she could be a bird right she was a bird yeah, for but, a while yeah she she had like a, a second soul inside of her and that was yes. beast which was a big cat like some thing. kind of panther or something um Yes. Yeah. She has she has a, a primary alternate form and then she can take other forms, whatever she has like samples of, apparently. Um Yeah, like like on a, a tooth necklace, I think she has something mm, in. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is she yeah. is not one thing, right? She's technically kind of two things. She is a skinwalker, which we don't really totally get clear idea of what that actually is and mm -hmm. also she's like possessed by the spirit of a cat that yeah killed, i'm gonna that I'm gonna, killed her i mean full I'm spoilers i guess here, at this point, right yeah and say spoilers yeah, <laughs> yeah. we might have so to now, like, go back and edit in a spoilers warning uh, i would oh, say I gonna... that she's not possessed she's not possessed i would i thought that she was possessing it or, yeah, I think, I think that is actually I think they're true. Both, yeah. I, well, I'm no, because sure she dies. Defines it. No, no, because <laughs> she dies. It kills the cat. Kills her, and then she uses black magic to invade its body and turn its body into her. 
Wait, is that true? That, is that that hundred? That's why she was lost in the woods for so long. Is because she was oh. in the inside this thing, and then eventually gets strong enough to like, to shape shift it like, back. And that's why oh. the the beast is so mad at her all the time because she she whammied it, stole it, stole its body. Yeah. She whammied oh. it. I will oh, say, let me... Jesus, yes, Rachel, <laughs> space uh, Jesus. This this book does deal with a lot of indigenous culture and I'm, I, from my brief research, I do not believe it is own verses. So, and we are not indigenous. So take this as your grand assault. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. The author is also not indigenous. That's but yeah. Yes. Uh, Sorry. No, is, that, is that what you just said? Sorry, that's what Rachel meant by saying it's not hashtag own voices. Um, oh, but... okay. I'm not hip with, hashtags those are still a thing not really what are you oh, like shit okay 30 you don't know okay you know what <laughs> don't make fun of me while i'm sitting here with my knitting trying to figure out this newfangled like podcasting i just don't know uh, i was trying to get this out but you kept interrupting me sorry we're we're loud and obnoxious yourself, but also for me um <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Did you have Did you have something to add, Rachel? I did. <laughs> She's just so tired. Of us. Anyway. Yeah. No, I did not enjoy this book at all. So I. <laughs> I also did not enjoy this book, but yeah, it's it's very strange. Uh, I, I don't do- know. I, I don't I really know how to yeah. approach this. Peter, you brought this to us. What? Do you want to start? Let's start Why? with something you liked about it, I guess. <laughs> and what then we will tear that sandwich? apart. <laughs> <laughs> I love, uh, you know, why? Uh, because because the, uh, the premise for this episode was paranormal and I had this book in the wings. I was like, oh, oh yeah, I read that oh, one. Oh, okay. So you had not read this before you <laughs> served it up to us. Oh, no, no, no I'd read didn't. it. Oh, I'd okay. read it. But, okay. but uh, I... You know, that way I didn't have to read a new book. <laughs> oh, you guys, we should have read Twilight. Uh, uh, we should have read, read, uh, mm, read the everybody. Brian McKellen. <laughs> Brian, what's that? Oh, the uh, his uh, his novellas, you mean? Yeah. I read one of those. I still podcasts don't know what you're talking earlier, about. So. She's talking about a oh, different damn. paranormal urban fantasy novel that would have been better. But anyway. So, right. Peter, well, what so, did, did you? I mean, what what was your opinion of this book then? It was mixed. Uh, like when it opened, I was absolutely immediately exhausted with the stereotypes and tropes that the author was deploying. Right, uh-huh. yeah. rolls in on a motorcycle, sizes people up with a glance, dismisses them. You know, um, has just this super like, badass. But also has Lady. this like whore virgin thing going on where she's like super horny, but like also very chaste. And she's like, oh my, these gentlemen are talking about sexual encounters with me. <laughs> but like, she's also riding a motorcycle while that's going on. Like, it was so discordant. And I did not have any problem I mean- with this character. <laughs> Are you I saying didn't... prudes can't ride motorcycles? I'm saying it like he's saying that, that like Katie. my can't... mom rides a motorcycle, sir. Let's clear this up. And is your mother a prude? Yes. 
Oh, well, okay. Proved. There you go. Just a little bit. Sorry, Mom. Called you out. It just seemed kind of like she couldn't find Elaine. She was just trying to be everything. Like, that character was everything. She was. Yeah, that's really true, especially because, and then, you know, she's like the badass babe. And then she goes to this whore house, and then she's like, I don't approve of them. Yeah, that and was yet, weird. I'm going to well, murder vampires. I don't fucking I'm trying get it. to remember. I mean, I thought part of why she didn't approve of the prostitutes wasn't because of prostitution, but was because they were uh, a, you know, the the prop or whatever for a vampire. Well, I don't remember. Nope. Exactly. She said she didn't like it because she was raised in a, like, Catholic nunnery. Yeah. Oh, well, well, shit that noise. Um, yeah, she. There was a lot of like things that like don't agree with each other. She like she she had amnesia of some sort, but also remembered a lot about her childhood. She like you know is this badass person, but is constantly sort of like naive around all these things. I couldn't tell if it was like her first. I mean, it was obviously not her first time hunting vampires but like because she kept talking about the previous times but also she seemed to be real bad at it and like (laughs) like had no plan like her plan was to go out as a as a bobcat and sniff around and that was her whole plan and when it doesn't work that seems like a plan she just keeps doing in the middle of new orleans yeah don't forget that and it was like i could smell the melanin yeah, that was weird. Does melanin have a smell? I don't know. I don't want to know, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know now. God damn it. Okay, my Probably friend Google. Probably, sure. <laughs> Dear Google, does melanin smell? You're going to get on a terrible list. terrible question. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh, shit. Why do we smell differently based on our skin color? That's not but, even the question. You've probably yeah. now Hold done on. People the same have different skin colors. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, this is from a Quora question. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Let's not go on down this road. It, no, I, just... I don't like this road. It's too, it's, uh, mm, makes me unhappy. Yeah, I, I didn't like it in the book, and I didn't, li- I don't like it now. <laughs> I didn't even remember it. Um, I don't right. remember it until now. So, so what? Why did I? I <laughs> mm. because he was lazy and didn't want to yeah. have to read something else. Yeah, I guess that's right. I don't know. I like. I found my. I I was able to embrace the book's absurdity after a couple chapters. I, why did I read it? I think a friend recommended it to me, and I was like, "Sure, let me read it. Read this for you, my friend." And so I was going to keep reading. And so and then after you never I... talked to that friend again. I don't think that's true. Okay, just checking. Yeah. See, I mean, you know, you all recommend books that are sometimes awful, and I still talk it's to true. you. It's true. Uh, I know. I'm surprised Rachel's still here. I, I mean, I would say the like <laughs> the middle of this book did fool me into enjoying it. I guess. And then the ending was <laughs> was right back to being real stupid. So okay, I forget. I forget. How did it end? Well, you don't learn anything. I like, forgot to. So we find out who the murderer is, uh, and it's, right, and, and it's it was a shapeshifter who had been posing as 
a character we met maybe one time in the whole novel. Yeah. And yeah, like immediately right. everyone's now. like, Oh no, this guy's super important. I'm like, he is who he's the son of someone that's we've right. been talking to, but like, that's it. And then like, because I guess the sh- shape shifting villain like dissolves after it's killed, there's like no evidence, but also like we didn't learn who he was because who yeah, he was was a right, different yeah. person. And so and, there was a lot of setup. It seemed like for future novels, like almost from the first chapter, she's dropping stuff like whole, at, like, th- like there's at least five or six paragraphs about the guy who built her bike. And I'm like, Oh yes, yeah, surely <laughs> this guy hilarious. will show up. His- but he yeah, doesn't. His name was Jacob and she bought two bikes and brought them to him so that he could fix one up using the parts of the other. Guess who read fucking New Moon? I did. And so did Faith Hunter. Sorry. <laughs> is that a thing from New Moon? It is 100%. Bella gets two motorcycles, brings them to her little buddy Jacob, and he fixes them up. She gets one, he gets the other. And gee, how original. Jacob, bike fixer. There was some other thing about the bike, like where the guy that rebuilt it for her really wanted some particular old-fashioned element, and that was like the one place where she insisted on something newfangled. Was that like kids? No, it was the opposite. Yeah, I don't know. She, He was like, oh, we need a key start on this, and then she's like, key starts oh, for sissies and then you know right. put the sunglasses on and right off into the sunset that's right after <laughs> kickstarting her motorcycle of right. course and like she's weirdly obsessed with her friend's kids i can understand no, that especially think, with think, like yeah. how she you know I, she yeah, didn't I, have a childhood or a family or anything yeah no she I, has she has one close friend and that's her like family connections so but like that sense. also didn't pay off like we kept going back to those kids in that family. I'm like, well, and like, like emphatically told like this child is fucking Jesus returned and is like so powerful. And the government, the weird supernatural government forces are out there looking for her. I'm like, well, okay, we're spending a lot of time learning about this. Surely that will come up again later. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have anything to do with the story at the end. It's just like, it seems oh, well, very clearly if you, like if you, the if sequel you read is probably the second about half that. of book seven. Yeah, no, then you'll right. see how yes. it's all. No, but I mean, I admit, that's what it felt like. like yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, reading book two or three or four or five or six. There's like 13 books in this series, plus a whole bunch of like 13.5, 7.2, like like interstitial novellas or something. Yes, well, you know, there's a lot. Yeah, you know, good, good for Faith Hunter. Yeah, it's good for her. It's that's a trope of early fantasy. They're stupidly long series. Mm, yeah, I mean, and like nothing really happens across all of them either. Right? Is that is that urban fantasy or paranormal? Uh, par- I'm the thing because like because like, Dres- like the Dresden Files is also a very long series. It's like this type of book because it's like Black da- Dagger Black Dagger Brotherhood, which is also a paranormal series, is very long. This is very long. Dresden is very long. <laughs> well, I mean, they they pull yeah. from you know the old uh, detective series, which were mm. you know the same way. Oh back God, in the yeah. Day. 
you know, they were, were, they were like, yeah, but one... those were only like 175 pages though for one of right, those. Yeah. Right. That's because in those days they didn't have as much paper. <laughs> I just thought it's because people couldn't read. It's that too. <laughs> people couldn't read and they only had so much paper. Paper was yeah, needed for the war, you see. Peter, shut up. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I don't think <laughs> this book is a Rachel book. From no, I, I, I mean, I admit, I never suspected it was a Rachel book. I didn't choose you, it to torment you. I just didn't think that it would. <laughs> we need a, we this need is a why new, for next month's sound pick, effects. We, I picked something that might actually be decent. <laughs> yeah, poor Rachel. We'll Rach. see. <laughs> Uh, I would like you guys to know that this is actually my second Faith Hunter book that I've read. Oh. The first one I got for free on Audible. It was called Junkyard Cats. Apparently Faith really likes cats. Um, I mean, and that's I a did good not, choice. I did not pursue the second book because I was just like, Because the second happening? book came to you. No. <laughs> do we have anything no. to say about this book? Other than do, we, do we have anything nice to say about this book? Let's start there. No. Uh, no, I mean, I had a lot yeah, of this. I had a lot of the same complaints that I did about Iron Druid. I think this is also like from the time it was written in what the early aughts, probably. Two thousand nine. Yeah. So the late aughts. The... New Moon came out in two thousand six. Just so you guys know, I looked yeah. it up in my I mean, research. I, it seems like this is fulfilling a lot of too many tropes and. Uh, I could I, I think, you know, maybe if this is like an early release for this author, that there, there's some quality there, but it, need, it needed some more work and like less tropes and, uh, and less like the the racial insensitivity was pretty strong. And well, uh, it's it's but not, like I, uh, I don't I, but I mean, I think you can throw a lot of those complaints at Dresden, too. You know, like the well, early but it's, books it's not an not early free. release for this author. Oh, it's. Skinwalker oh, is it? This is like this is like her fifteenth, twentieth book. Oh boy. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Where was the first fifteen all part of one series about cats? <laughs> no, she has a let's see. Uh series a thriller series um that she wrote a couple books in nineties. Um let's see. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe if yeah, she wrote some thriller stuff from the nineties to two thousand eight. Um, or anybody really. <laughs> she only started writing oh, paranormal in the mid two thousands. Jumping on that Twilight after, train, like, yeah. After yes, like fifteen sir. books, yeah. Well, anyway, um, I mean, there's, there's, I, I thought that la so the reveal of like what she actually is. I, I actually enjoyed that part when she's figuring out like she's remembering the the encounter with the cat and like the nature of her powers. And I thought that stuff was pretty interesting. None of that invo was involved in the plot of the book. So that was also probably probably no, that's for one. book six and a half. <laughs> but so like there are interesting ideas there, but the, there's so much wrong with the book that I don't think those good things can really come out unless you power through it. Like uh, unless you're someone like me that has a psychological block against not finishing books. So 
I don't have that block. I'd, I'd say uh, it's a book with that leans really heavily on stereotypes and tropes, Some uh, many of which are kind of overdone or thoroughly overdone, depending on your point of view. There are some fun and interesting parts, but they don't dominate. Uh, if you are, you know, into like vampire related Rome, you know, steamy, almost romance investigation, New Orleans, something, something, then, then you might well enjoy this book. Like it's uh, so clearly she has an audience. And if, if that is you, dear listener, then maybe you'll enjoy this book. Um, it is not me. It's not Rachel. It but is not I Rachel. don't know what I like, so am I the best person to be at this podcast? No. Do I care? Also, no. <laughs> no, we need, we need you to be like, don't forget, everybody, this book sucked. Uh-oh. Well, that that's that feels like a wrap. Do we have do we have any paranormal telling me that my choice of book sucked? Do we have any paranormal <laughs> books that we would suggest instead? Uh, the Valkyrie Collateral by Brian McClung. Yeah, yeah, most of I would agree. Most of what I've got is like young adult paranormal romance stuff because. I grew up in the golden ages of that. <laughs> well, the Dresden Files are good. Small Miracles by Libby Atwater. Uh, I, I would, I would caveat the Dresden Files to say that it ha- has been going on a very long time, and taste, I haven't read the have latest changed, couple books, so. so I don't, I, I don't know. Everything the state to do of, with the the, uh, the the winter night makes me want to vomit, so I don't. <laughs> That's a, I do that's not a like highly the visceral direction. reaction to a piece of fiction, Dan. I don't like the direction the the last like three or four books have taken, but I keep reading them to hope they'll get better. Because because you you really want to get you really think Jim Butcher needs money. The middle ten are excellent, but like that's it. <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> I'm into the I'm on I'm one book. No, I just I read Proven Guilty in 2021. Or 2020. So whatever's next. Is it White Knight? I, I've never been able to remember. White, White Knight is where it goes off the rails for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I think I my big paranormal suggestion is Death Note. Go read Death like, Note. No. Manga? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my uh, gosh. If we're doing manga, Blue Exorcist. Blue Exorcist was also pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I just read, I just read a fun uh, horror novel that you know, like that's supernatural horror, called uh, "The Heart Shaped Box" by Joe Hill. That was cool. Oh yeah, I love Joe Hill. Yeah, "The Fireman" by Joe Hill also really great paranormal book about people bursting into flames. My favorite. I mean, I I burst into flames at least once a week if I can manage. Oh, oh, and Anyways. everything by Daniel Jose Older. Everything he's written, fantastic. And urban fantasy, so. Um, hey, I think that's a wrap for us. We're short episode? Long episode? Yeah. Shorter it's because Nick is here. He is just such a windbag, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily we didn't spend yeah. too long just trashing that book. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, well, it, honestly, it, it, it wasn't a super fun book to, to talk shit about. So like kind of you kind of want to just like get it out and stop. Yeah. I had a list um, here actually we... of stuff, but I, you're right. I, we don't need to talk. About did you, it. did you hit all the points? No, no, I didn't. There was, Oh, well, okay. Give it, give us seven. a random sample. Give it, give us like two oh, or three geez. more real quick. Bullet uh, points. Bullet sorry, point, Rachel. I know you're trying so hard. Uh, none of the investigations made any sense. Uh, why was she staying at the, uh, at the whorehouse? Also hotels exist. She didn't need to stay there. Uh, but she's cheap. Is she? Who who knows? We and she, and yes, she, she was very cheap, and she was like, oh, "I'm I don't really want to spend money on things. I need money. Back, she needs her backyard that she can fill with rocks. Yeah, That's true. So. Yeah. yeah, which didn't make sense to me. Well, she needed the rocks so she could take on extra mass when she when she changed into heavier forms. Yeah, okay, I don't okay. I don't know what I a bob was it? the size and shape of a bobcat also is is unclear to me. Mm-hmm. So. I thought they were little guys. They're they're small, but they have really big paws. I mean, they're not like small, small. They're not like a house cat. Uh, I would say. Are you more sure like... she was a bobcat? Yeah, she was a like panther at one point. Yeah, I thought she was like more pantherine. Mm, I don't know. Could be. Anyway, I think oh, you know whatever. Move, moving yeah. on. Moving on. All right, last bullet point, Dan. What's the what you like random one more random complaint? She wanted to sleep with everyone, but then did not. Didn't sleep with anyone. I don't think there was any. I wanted her to hook up with her friend. Her which friend. which friend? The mom friend. <laughs> well, the mom friend wasn't even like I, in the same. I did state. get a little bit of a sense that there's a thruple action going on there, but yeah, I don't know. Because she had a husband, yeah, her I, friend. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think. So. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, there were a lot more. There was yeah. a lot of things I thought of reading that book that would have been more interesting than were actually in the book. So that, <laughs> that'll tell you something. All right. So that's it. All right. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's wrap enough. Wrap us up, Peter. Um, okay, I'll wrap us up. Uh, so thank you for listening. We have been the Fantasy Book of the Month podcast, and I think... Don't we owe somebody a thank you? We sure do. Who? Somebody tell me who that is, because I don't pay attention to things. Obviously. There it is. Somebody, Somebody gave us a lovely, great review. It said, great podcast. Have a listen. I really love listening to this podcast. You get some great book recommendations, some great interviews, and the hosts are very laid back. When they have discussions, it is like friends having a conversation or people talking about what they read slash watch at a party. Thank you, Kwame, via Apple Podcast. That's you, what we achieved, oh, we tried to you, achieve. That's right. You are our new favorite listener. Everyone else can go home. You won. <laughs> yeah, so, but don't and, listen to this episode because we don't give you a good recommendation. Well, I mean, it could be a recommendation to somebody, but it's... <laughs> but not to us. <laughs> right. So, uh, yes, by all means, please give us good reviews on uh, whatever service you use. It's super helpful, apparently, for all those metrics that they don't let me look at because I don't understand complicated things. Um, Which is why he liked this book. Wah, wah, wah.
tune in next month and listen to us discuss swashbuckling and we read Ooh. the adventure Amina Al-Shafari by uh, S.A. Shakabardi, the author right. of The City of Brass. I've already oh. acquired my copy. I, the library is pending for me. Oh, I've got mine. I'm super excited. I would, uh, but I'm I'm reading book. the third Wheel of Time book, you guys. I'm the also reading one. the third Wheel of Time book. <laughs> oh, I'm almost finished with the second one for like the second or third time. I'm only gonna, only I'm eleven or up. twelve and a half more to go. <laughs> yeah, I'll catch up with you guys and then we'll chat. Okay, yes. Rachel. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we have been Rachel. Where can people find you? Her you local library. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well yes uh you can find me on most <laughs> social media at argent rabe and i don't do much <laughs> okie doke and oh that's not true rachel you you post your books on instagram all the time and i enjoy looking at them i do do that and because i read too much people get confused <laughs> <laughs> i i don't think you read too much but i do get confused so Dan, Dan, the Juno man, where can people find you? Hey, you can find me at DanielLevinson.com and also theworldofjuno.com where you can come check out our new anthology. Brand spanking new anthology, ready to be spanked. Katie. That, that's me. Yeah, I um, guess. A- uh, sorry, I just say words. <laughs> yeah, not an anthology to be spanked, but, you know, I guess <laughs> that's okay. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Shmeepbook, where I tweet if I remember I have it, which, you know what, I usually don't, so ignore that. Um, check out my books at griffinsroostbt.com. Yes. Oh, you, can, you can also support via Libra.fm and uh, making at Griffin's Roost your store to give money to. That's true. Thank you, Rachel. Gosh, we are like partnering it up today high five yeah so uh i am peter schaefer you can find me at shoeless pete on twitter at shoeless pete at dice.camp on mastodon at uh, shoelesspetegames.com where i make role-playing games or at paschaefer.com where i am currently posting a 200 word story every week um and let's see. And if you want to remain in touch with us and say things that we will actually respond to, you can join yeah. us on the Discord. Uh, the Discord is Too Many Thoughts Media Discord. You can find that through the Too Many Thoughts Media.com website and then, you know, find us or whatever. You can also send us mail at too many thoughts media at gmail.com. That's T O O many thoughts media. And uh, yeah. Drop off mm-hmm. drop off pictures of your bookshelves and we'll give that, you a shout out. That's right. Give us pictures of your bookshelves and Katie will be so happy that Jeez. she'll make the rest of us thank you on the air. Uh, And I think that's it. So until next time, please keep reading.